All right, so you uh, might need to tell Potentia what you've just done, or we can just move on to the next bit. I mean, I was there. I watched him do it, so... No, no, I mean, no, like, Salvador. the inside Salvador. Oh, I know. I'm aware. You said what he's just done. What he's just done is purchased. Oh, right. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. I'm being facetious. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, yeah. Well, we had a chat with Salvador. He was kind of helpful. Not really as helpful as we were hoping immediately. Oh, how so? Well, I think he wants to have a think about what he wants us to do, and then he'll get back to us. I yes. don't know what that means, though. It's a bit concerning. I think, you know, we can consider things settled for a favour at a later date. I suppose currently he does not have any need of our services, but artifices require all sorts of, you know, wonderful and exotic materials. I'm sure at some point he'll have need of people who can uh, acquire those for him. Uh, I think the next step is probably Dead Fred's because uh, I believe that's where we'll find our goblin friend. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, I think on the day we met, we actually... No, it was a little later, but um, on our first venture for Rafi, in fact, we met we met this gentleman, uh, and I believe that's who we are. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's where we should go. Uh and start our investigations. I mean, I could use a drink anyway. Let's go. You know the city better than us, Harold. Lead on. Yeah, uh, and we're actually not that far away, right, from Dead Fred's, from the Adventurers Guild, I don't believe. I think so, no. Really. No, it's, um, it's... I mean, you, through the brass port, um, skirting the Sunset District into Ale Grove, it's not that mm-hmm. far. I mean, you could get a, get a cab to get there if you wanted to go there faster, but yeah. Can I clarify, was Dead Fred... I cannot remember the name of the place that got blown up in the adventure that Potential was not in. Which bar got blown up by the fireworks thanks to... Oh, that was uh, on campus. Jackson's character. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the major solicitor. Thank you. I just couldn't remember the name of the bar. Thanks. Oh, good. Uh, we, can, we can have a walk. We're actually not that far away um, from there. As, as we're walking, um, I will sort of... I will say... I'm a little concerned about this bar that the adventurers are finding themselves in. Uh, I mean, Potentia, you, you wouldn't, uh, you, you weren't here for this, but um, mm. on our pub crawl, we found ourselves in a place purporting to uh, give you the opportunity, shall we say, to amass a fortune. But it was actually rather difficult to leave because, as it turned out, it was in the Fey Realm uh, and it was owned by our nemesis, Mr. Red. Uh, at the mention of Mr. Red, Potentia's eyes are just going to glance across to Meredith, like in that, like, I know that name. We just had a conversation mm-hmm. about that name and then snap back again without saying anything. And she's going to say precisely nothing. Would yeah. I catch that with an insight of 22? That's up to Ben. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm asking. Glass. I that's had a conversation about, question about the deal that I made, though. With Harold. Harold knows all about you that. You didn't tell me who it was, though. You didn't just I? said you made a deal. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what right. I was going to say is that <laughs> I also don't know whether, like, so I don't know that Harold has spent mm. enough time lately with Potentia to necessarily understand what her looks mean anymore. Mm. 
because realistically he's been ignoring her on campus for a lot like for the last couple of like last few weeks mm-hmm. so he would catch the glance whether he understands what the glance means 22 is having pretty for high weeks is i i know but that's not what i'm saying i mean would would you catch it being mm. seen yes do you know enough about potential as a person to know what the glance is about that's a different question entirely because well you, insight isn't mind reading true. you know like insight doesn't yeah. no, but that's know, like that's what i'm saying i'm not asking that for see, that so I don't know the answer yeah. to that question. So I would say I would say you catch the the glance and know that there is some piece of information mm. that has been shared between them, mm. but you don't know what that you don't know what that is, and you don't know the nature of it. Yeah, yeah, because like I don't. Yeah, I think there's 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 too much of other baggage that's that's on there that. To say that he would, but a shifty sideways look at someone is a pretty universal human language. I wouldn't say it's aimed to be a shifty one. It's that thing of when someone mentions something that you aren't necessarily expecting them to mention, and your brain immediately snaps to looking at the person who. Well, that's what I mean. Like that is such a that is a universal human condition to do that. Well, she's not a human, so you don't know that. Well, so Harold, you know that there is something between them. That's what I mean. Like that is that is what I mean. Like like I said, insight isn't mind reading, but Harold would definitely be like something's fishy. Mm, mm. Hmm. Something happened between these two. They haven't told Mm. me about. I'm just wondering if I. I think Meredith thinks she's told Harold. You def you have not told it was Mr. Red. No, I know. But I think Meredith, I think thinks, Meredith thinks that, that she that did. She's... Because I fully uh, thought that she did. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just gonna roll with that. Alright. That, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like that sounds appropriate. So she's for very like confused. Meredith. Yeah, it's very Meredith. It's a thousand percent yeah. of her vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. Potentia doesn't know what information yeah. Harold does or doesn't have, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. why she's not. So Meredith just kind of like shoots Potentia a confused look. And you can kind of just like see a frown. And then she like shrugs and goes, eh. We're such a communicative group of adventurers. So many layers! <laughs> um, so Har- I mean, Harold's just said that he thinks uh, there is something to do with Mr. Red. Yeah. Potentia's. Um, Potential, okay, so potentially in that case, after the look, we'll take a second, and then we'll look to Howard and just say, well, I've only met him, what, like once? I don't, okay, I thought he was weird. Like, she doesn't have an opinion of Mr. Red, because she's not, she's only seen him once, she's seen him that one time in the cop shop. Like, that's the context she has for him, she doesn't have the context that you guys have of him for, as a character mm. yeah. at all. You have him as the person who showed up like as a as a an, weirdo. As a weirdo, not as an antagonist, but as a weirdo. I mean as slightly antagonistic, but not as like negative an experience of him as you guys have had. I think yes. Meredith will pipe up at this point and just kind of look up at Harold and go, Well, I mean, I think he's gonna be getting in touch with me very soon, so I can ask him then. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean what I, what do I mean? Well, I mean, how how would he get in touch with you? I mean, I know you sort of snuck into his office in, in the bar. Yeah. But also... And she, like, fishes out the... Um, she's got it on a necklace around her neck, the, um, the acorn, and she just kind of, like, holds it up and goes and, like, makes a face at him, a significant kind of, like, 
Also, this that we talked about? Wait, you mean you made a deal with Mr. Red? <laughs> yes, we spoke about this. We did not. You said you made a deal with somebody. I'm sure I said Mr. Red. I don't think you did. That's why I was so upset. Okay. Um, she's like looking horrified at Harold at the moment, like, oh no. Well, okay, well, we maybe talk about this later. But I mean, I suppose, I suppose that could make things slightly less complicated. Given that last time we went into that place, uh, it was difficult to leave. I mean, it's not great, Meredith, if he's trapping people in the Fey realm, you know. Uh, no, absolutely not. I didn't say it was, it was okay. And she's like looking a little bit confused and like is, is sort of like, you can hear, like almost hear the cogs turning in her brain. And she's like, but this is, this is, this is kind of why I, I made the deal so I could kind of figure out what was going on. I'm sure we had a conversation about this on the bridge, right? Uh, you definitely told me you made a deal with somebody. I I don't think you told me it was Mr. Red. I I think I would huh. remember that. But look, you know, uh, we were in a dire situation, and honestly, I think you did what you needed to. And I I, I do understand why you did it. But I just the thing is, Meredith, the Fay, their whole deal is. Offering you a deal that seems like it's beneficial to you, but is actually beneficial to them. You know, I would just just be careful about what you agree to, because his motives are very opaque. And obviously I wouldn't want to see you get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely didn't talk about this, did we? I'd remember. I'd remember this bit. Hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think, you know, uh, Dead Fred's is our destination. Uh, maybe when we have the energy later, we can sort of investigate these missing adventurers. I'm, I'm sure, just beyond my own curiosity, there would be a good amount of coin involved if we were to solve the issue. I'm sure that the guild would be very grateful. Uh, yeah. But for now, uh, I think we have a goblin to find. I... I forget the, the, the fellow's name, but I, I certainly drank that awful goblin beer of his uh, last time. So I'm sure I'm sure he'll be friendly enough if he sees us again. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so you arrive at Dead Fred's. The bar is doing it's okay. Not not a lot of people, mm -hmm. but you know Dead Fred's is a pretty popular place in general. Yeah. Uh, and so heading inside, you see the, the usual mix of people sitting at the same table that you'd never expect to see an academic sitting next to still like partly bloody barbarian, like pit fighter. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a collection of, of odd people sitting next to her and, and having a, a place of debate and conversation mm. and casting your eye across the room. In a very shadowy corner, you spot that goblin. Cool. Um, I will go up to uh, Dead Fred and order the Goblin Guinness. Uh, and it's not that what it was called. I, <laughs> well, that's what I'm okay. uh, 
I actually don't remember what it's called. Well, the thing is, I don't think it's called anything, is it? Because Dead Fred intuits uh, kind of like your perfect drink, doesn't he? In he does. There is there is a, a, a name for the goblin beer, okay. but yes. <laughs> the goblin Guinness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not spun. Not spun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, definitely not. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I will, I, will, I will order one uh, and... Yeah, I'll just approach the table and and uh, nudge the drink across. He looks up. You seem familiar. Yes, you were actually so kind as to point me in uh, a sort of direction on a little task I had not long ago. Um, and I also thank you for your discretion. It hasn't come back to bite me yet. I appreciate it. Hmm. Well, ah, uh, good. He, he, like, looks at the drink, he looks at you. There's something you want from me today? I mean, obviously, yes. Um, look, uh, we're uh, a little concerned about a friend of mine. Uh, he, like, leans out, part, looks past you. Uh-huh. Uh, their name... Seeing your companions. Y- yes, um... Sorry, uh, just, just for clarity, if if Harold's gone across to the seat, I would have gone towards the bar and like leant on the bar, like so that he can do whatever he's going to do. So you, you, it, like um, the goblin can see me, but like mm. I don't look like I'm doing anything. I'm not staring him down. I'm gonna okay, um, jump up on the stool beside Meredith as well, and just kind of beside Meredith. <laughs> Hi, Meredith. Beside Hello. Meredith. <laughs> um, hang on. I'm just gonna jump up on the stool beside Potentia. And um mm. and like rest my elbows on the bar. Yep. Sorry, just so that there was some clarity about where we were, because we kind of entered mm-hmm. and then didn't mm. exist. Uh, Fair. Uh, yes, their their name is Bertholdt. Um, they were sort of dispossessed of their home, uh, and we haven't seen them since, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I. That's. That name is familiar. Uh, why are you looking for him? Uh, well, honestly, actually, he's more of a friend of a friend. Uh, uh, you may, you might have. I mean, I assume you heard of Raffi's unfortunate passing. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, we, we were friends with him. Uh, I keep saying we, just not, not even realizing that you two are just nowhere. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, you know, Raffi, <sighs> Raffi and Bert Holt were friends, but un- unfortunately, uh, it seems that friendship had a bit of a, a cost for Bert Holt, and I- I'd like to make sure that he's taken care of, and it-, it concerns me that he appears to be missing and without a place to live. Uh, well, it seems that he wasn't the only one. Raffi owed me money, too. Everywhere that that guy went, he always collected debt. Yes, well, um... He was a lousy thief, but he was a good guy. Yes, I mean, that's that's where our friendship derived from. Uh, I, I, I'm sure it shows, but I'm not really part of, you know, that sort of scene. Uh, but, yes, Raffi... <laughs> Raffi was... Uh, no, Harold. Kind of your, your stiff upper lip. Your stiff upper lip does not belie that at all. Where would we get that idea from? <laughs> mm. There's so much rich people bashing in this episode. 
As someone who was, you know, private school educated and all that, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just special. I'm just punching sideways. It's fine. <laughs> I guess, like, you're, Harold, you're wanting to, like, talk to this goblin and get the information out of it. Mm. You want a persuasion roll? Uh, I would like a persuasion mm. roll because he's he. You've offered him a drink, mm. which is enough for him to talk to you. Yep. Uh, but you're going to have to be pretty persuasive to actually get him to agree to do anything more. Than no! That. Oh! Okay, what <laughs> did you do, Ross? Technically, what it's a six. Do? Oh, no. But I do have a plus five. Yeah. But, it, but it's a nat it's one. It's a one. It's a nat one. It's a nat one. No. Ah, Parrot's actually, like, low-key, pretty Harold persuasive. actually sucks at this. Harold oh. should be good yeah. at this, but he's not. <laughs> He's out of his depth. He's in the wrong place. He's the wrong type in the wrong bar, mm. and he's not a charismatic bard. So yeah, Mary so just casually has made the wrong move going the bar to sit like, at the bar. <laughs> I mean, look, if you can see, if you can see Harold struggling, you can leave me. That's oh, fine. I know. Will oh, cool. I'm gonna okay, Harold. You sit down across the the table from this goblin mm. and and begin talking to them about you know you trying to help out Raffi, and uh, it is falling on on. On pointed deaf ears, mm. um, and this goblin is just not not really hearing it from you, not really interested, uh, and we'll leave you to to squirm trying to fix this, and we yep. get across to Potentia and and Meredith at the bar. Given I'm leaning on the bar, looking in the direction of the table, mm-hmm. can I tell how badly Harold is floundering in his inability to social? Because <laughs> that seems to be what's happening. Yeah, you can see that um, his usual uh, Harold's usual charm does not seem to be affecting this goblin in any capacity. Cool. Um, she's just gonna like nudge Meredith. Hopefully, not knocking her off the <coughs> chair. <laughs> she um, um, she looks like she's a bit deep in thought, so she kind of jumps when you um. Yeah. Huh? I think uh, perhaps you're, uh, I mean, you're more sociable and likable than I am. Maybe uh, Harold could do with some assistance. And she sort of looks across and like, I assume Harold's going wild with the like hand gestures and the like trying to convince this person and failing visually abysmally. Meredith is going to like glance over and she kind of like doesn't really look. You can tell, but she just kind of like. Ah, he looks like he's fine. I knew he'd react like that, though. Oh, my goodness. Do you think I made a mistake? Meredith, now is not the time. What? He's going to talk to you about it later. You're going to have a proper conversation about it later. Can you, given what you told me, Mm -hmm. are you remotely surprised that he is less than impressed by Mr. Red making that choice? It's not you that he's annoyed at. And he, you haven't given him the full context of why. You've gi- we stayed up for hours talking about it. Yeah, I suppose. He hasn't had that same amount of time with you to talk things over. I could have sworn I told him. Meredith, minds are fickle things. Our memories are fleeting. Yeah, and I suppose my memory's not the best, is it? You know what they said? I mean... You know, you, you guys have this ability to just drop pieces of information out of your brains when they're not something that's important and prescient to you. I'm like a sphinx, I never forget. That's 
my cross to birds, what happens when you're hundreds of years old. You wait, you never forget anything? I don't not forget things, but I... It's like having a giant filing cabinet in my brain. Huh. I put things away when I don't need them. I pull them out when I do. It's why I bothered with Raymond. And she says it, she says Raymond with all of the like, that, that, that name tastes foul in my face. You can see Meredith's face just like changes instantly. And she like flashes a grin and um, like a teasing grin. And it's just like, yeah, "Yeah." (laughs) good luck with that. Look, it got us out of a sticky situation and. Oh, it did. Yep. And it's going to be so satisfying eventually to, you know, smash him flat. But that's beside the point. <laughs> I, think, I don't think Meredith, I've ever heard you say anything like that. That was amazing. Yes, but uh, you also haven't seen me deal with... Well, I mean, you heard me deal with Harold earlier when he tried to explain my PhD to me. So let's just say I don't take kindly to people who treat me like I'm a child. Hmm. Which happens a lot when you are an elf in the company of people who are over a hundred years younger than you are. Oh gosh, yeah, I can imagine it would, wouldn't it? I have seen many things, and they are in the filofax that is my brain. But for now, Meredith, mm. I think Harold needs your help. <sighs> okay. Don't give me that look. How, how rare is it that you get to swan up and make him feel small and insignificant? He made you feel small and insignificant by calling you his assistant. Yeah, but I don't think you really thought about that. I think you just no, did it accidentally. But this is this is your incidental payback. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that I want to think about it like that, but I should probably go and help him, hey? Yes. <sighs> okay. I will, I will stay here and keep an eye on the rest of the clientele. You go manage whatever situation those gesticulations are getting us into. I'm going to go put these dimples to good use. I'll catch you later. And then she, like, skips on over to the table. <laughs> Potentious urge is to go, at a girl. She's not going to, because it's so unbelievably out of character. <laughs> but, like, that's the, like, send-off energy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Meredith is going to, like, jump up to the table and go, Hi! We met before, didn't we? Um... Have we? Did we? I can't remember. Your face looks so familiar. I'm Meredith. Hi. I... I think I saw you running through the sewers riding an elk. Yep, that would be memorable, <laughs> and that was me. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, Meredith here, also a friend of Raffi, uh, and uh, will, be he- will be helping me on uh, the, the sort of mission to locate Bert Holt and hopefully help him out of a sticky situation. Yeah, Raffi told us an awful lot about um, Bertold, and, and we just really want to help, you know, in Raffi's memory. Can I roll a persuasion check? Um, well, considering that Harold has looped you into this, uh, roll a persuasion at disadvantage. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> if Potentia is the reason that this succeeds, I am going to laugh. Yeah. Really so that hard. was a 21 and a 14. There we go. Bit of 14. Okay. 14. Ah, I suppose. He was an okay guy. Yeah. Um, and you were friends of his, yeah. so... Yeah, I'd be willing to to point you in the right direction of, of Bertolt. Oh, you would? 
good. That's so sweet of you. Thank you. Yeah, well, uh, it, it looks like you aren't going to be drinking that that goblin ale, so why don't I take that off your hands there, Harold A? Oh, well, this is this was for you anyway. I mean, you know. Uh, well. As a thank you, of course. Yes, well, uh, you can find uh, Bertholdt or uh, as he goes by these days, uh, Brother Oakleaf, uh, with the... The Green Fraternity. Oh no! Yeah, he he joined up with them. Oh no! Uh, after leaving his um, his place and uh, being out on the street for a little bit, and um, yeah, you can probably uh, probably find him in the city gardens. Right. Uh, yes, I know exactly where they'll be. Um, thank you again for your help. We do appreciate it, and uh, you know. In honour of, of Raffi, who, you know, meant well. Yes, well, I'm not going to forget the 300-odd gold he owed me. Few would. But, uh, yes, well. Mm-hmm. Aren't we all just living in various levels of debt? Yeah. I would just... Um, Sure. <laughs> Academic. <laughs> sleep, sleep debt. Bank of... <laughs> the, tr- the true debt bank, of any academic. Bank of dad debt. Um, <laughs> I bought my first house and all it took was a $100,000 loan from my parents. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Um, uh, cool. Harold, you've, you've got this bit of information. Mm. I think you, you probably want to have a conversation with Meredith and Potentia about it. Whether that's inside the bar or outside, that's a... Yeah, so as, as we uh, leave, uh, I will, yeah, basically like... <sighs> okay, so I suppose he's joined the, the, the order, the green... What is it? Green fraternity. He's joined the yeah. green fraternity. What's with your reaction to that? What? Who on earth are those those guys? Uh, I've never heard of that. Before. Uh, you you can run into them uh, in the city. They're they're a little pushy. You know how sometimes people set out to do a good thing, but then mm. for various reasons become insufferable and almost. Uh, accidentally in opposition to their stated goal well yeah the green fraternity are sort of like that they're they're you know they're all about the preservation of the the country and green spaces but their their messaging needs a lot of work let's say how so that doesn't the, sound bad the charity muggers that you've met in the city most of them right have been from the green fraternity and you know how sometimes like uh even though their stated goal is sort of you know looking after the environment but then the things that they advocate for are actually the opposite of what would be good they sort of they're like that huh okay uh as a druid i just find them very annoying <laughs> they they uh they pestered me to join a lot uh but um uh, yes, like I say, I just I, I I don't like their methods, and I think their message is just kind of not really helping their cause. You know, I, I'm you know I, as a druid, I studied the natural world, I studied animals. I, I care about I care about yeah. the world a lot, and I, I do hate to see 
increased deforestation uh, as industry increases, uh, but the, the way they they go about trying to sort of uh, enact those things are just a little, uh, you know. Sometimes if you do, uh, if you're irritating enough and do things in such an extreme way, you you end up putting people off your message and uh, turning them against you, which is unfortunate because. Uh, we are seeing a lot of those problems, you know, start to crop up. Um, but anyway... Uh, Meredith is just going to, like, look up at Potentia and go, this is going to be really fun to watch for us, isn't it? I mean, look, it's one of those things where sometimes it's not just what you say, it's how you say it, and, and whether messaging comes across correctly is incredibly important, especially when it comes to things like conservation. Oh, no, I absolutely agree, but I, I just really think Harold, Harold should take the lead on this one, shouldn't oh, he? Harold's on his high horse. He can stay up there for as long as he likes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to like pretend I did not hear any of that. That's fine. Um, she, is, she is decidedly not being subtle about it. So, so. Uh, Meredith is, like, full-on, like, grinning at him. Potentia has put the B back in subtle. But um, the good news is... I don't think they'll be hard to find. Um, we just need to make our way up to the King's Quarter, which I believe they often frequent. Uh, otherwise, the City Gardens. I think actually it'd be up to the City Gardens or down to the King's Quarter. Right, yeah. Geography. Oh, actually, okay, hang on. So Does it up, matter? Does it, up, is, the, up the slope to the King's Quarter? Or mm, I think um, it, is this one of those things where it doesn't actually matter? It's that yeah, people use idiomatic things where yeah, they yeah, mean yeah. certain yeah. directions, and as long as they're right, in opposite sorry. directions, it's fine. No, no, no. Like, it, but it's like it's an interesting thing from a from a linguistic standpoint that, like, yeah. For, take this to quote the RP Geeks uh, podcast. This is a chat of opportunity. It's one of those things that people do all the time. Up and down don't necessarily mean anything. You use them mm. in reference to each other rather than mm-hmm. like people say from. Um, Canberra, they're going to go down to Sydney. It's like, well, actually, geographically, you're going up to Sydney, but okay, who cares? Like, mm. it doesn't matter so long as the person understands what they're talking about and the message is coherent and clear. I mean, you could literally um, take the word down or a part of that sentence and you would still know that they are going from Canberra to Sydney. Correct. Mm-hmm. I just say it's making me really happy that we've just had a full-on, like, two-minute tangent about this. Yeah. All right, so are you heading? Are you heading to the King's Quarter to try and find some some charity uh, muggers, or are you no. heading to the City Gardens? Let's so head to the Gardens because they... that's kind of where they're based, right? They're sort of, mm. uh, yeah. I think there's a good chance we'll just get redirected to the King's Quarter where this person is potentially mm. just out charity mugging. But you know, you should always go to the the source, shouldn't you? Really, first. Yeah. Well, also we may may not need to speak to them directly if we can get around it we'll get around it as much as we can uh so you head out of ale grove um up through northport briefly to the city gardens which are expansive they are uh, akin to central park in new york Mm. a large area of, of open grass like open forested area that has been maintained and and looked after for centuries can i just say first time i ever went to new york i've been very lucky to go there a couple of times Mm. very very lucky um i was like equating the size of new york 
with the biggest city that I knew in my brain, which was Sydney. Mm. So I did not oh, no. like oh, actually no. comprehend yeah. just how absolutely freaking massive. Yeah. Central Park is relevant. Like it's yeah. Huge. yeah, it's insane. Oh my right? gosh. It's yeah. It's I, unreal. I pointed out to someone that one night when I was in New York, I walked close on a hundred city blocks by myself at night. Yeah. And people went, What? I'm like, yeah, it's like not as far as you think, but also really far. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say the blocks <laughs> aren't huge. as big as we would think Excuse in Australia, think. but yeah, definitely no. but still a really large place. large place. Oh my gosh. It's anyway. unreal. Sorry. No, no. Good tangent. We've had a lot mm. of good moments. Yeah. Um, so the city gardens in uh, Ferromasters, they are about half the size of the entire university campus. Cool. Um, for scale. Mm. Not counting, like, the campus village and the, the track and field stuff, like the, the buildings. The academic yeah. sections of the... Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, the, the city gardens are as big as the entire artisan's corner. Yeah. There we go. They're big. It is a, a very lot. It it's is. Big. It I is don't think a, you understand how really enormously big, huge it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a, a large area of of forest, and very few people actually travel into like the center of the city gardens mm. because of how thick the 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 growth in that part of the for- the gardens actually is. The green fraternity have long since taken over care for the city gardens, and as a act of charity to the city, displaced the official city gardeners mm-hmm. and have taken over. Um, but in doing so, they've basically had unchecked run of the area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a few places on the edge of the city gardens, um, particularly you know, along the, the artisans, the district of the artisans' corner or the merchant district, that get quite a bit of thoroughfare as people you know cut through it or go there for picnics. But as you travel further north into the city gardens towards the uh, the north wall of Ferromastus, people don't really go that far into the the gardens anymore, unless they are really going for an adventure to explore what's going on out there. Mm. And there's a common saying amongst uh, people who live in Ferromasters where if somebody has gone missing, the response might be, have you checked the city gardens? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because the paths are pretty windy and the the green fraternity have taken amongst them, like upon themselves to do large scale renovations and the paths might be different one month to the next as they re-sculpt the uh, the gardens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, into this deeply forested area is where the three of you are making your way. 